BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Hey, what's going on? Addicts? Is that how we start off all the time? It's hard for me to say this. Uh, I'm by myself doing this cold open because Ralph is uh, overseas. And correct me if I'm wrong, Shannon, uh, running backwards naked through a cornfield. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the old uh, Schnitzen Rubin up the ass challenge in Germany or something. <laughs> you know, Ralph can't miss that. He's a yearly participant. But uh, sitting in his place on this episode, we had Josh Adam Myers uh sitting in his chair and then of course our guest two great guests um gerard damiano jr who is the son of the man who uh directed i believe wrote and directed uh deep throat yeah wrote directed created did it all yeah yeah yeah. did it all except the actual deep throat (laughs) spoiler alert and uh and uh, an old friend of mine at this point now ebony mystique coming in with her believe it or not i'm gonna go ahead and say real tits and ass I'm just going to throw caution to the wind and say that is just God's natural gifts. Um, It all gets sorted out, everybody. And it's a very fun episode. We expect Ralph back next week as per usual. And uh, as always, sign up for Gas Digital. Use promo code SDR. You probably get some free time uh, with that would be my guess. And uh, there's one week free trial. uh, Gerard Damiano Jr., Ebony Mystique, Josh Edemeyer sitting in the SDR show. Hey everybody, great news. Ralph's not here. <laughs> Thank God. Finally, we get to do the show the way that we want to do it. Yeah, why is Lewis's uh, sister fucking eyeballing me the whole night? She wants to go. <laughs> Dude, she is. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Jenny, you want to come in here and suck cucumbers? Uh, yeah, that'd be great. What we, just, what we do to Lewis's sister while he's gone? We just get all the rest of the interns to do this. Yeah, everybody get here and suck a cucumber. Uh, it is the SDR show. Uh, Ralph Sutton is out doing some sort of a queefy run in some wacky It's country. a fun run. He's going to, he, I think this is all, these are all alibis for human trafficking, Shannon. You realize that. He's entertaining it. For sure. <laughs> he's for sure meeting Tate. Yeah. He's going to make his own Epstein Island. Sutton Island. I'm Big Jokerson, of course, sitting in uh, for Ralph tonight, one of my best buddies in the world. And you know him and love him here because he is sex, drug, and rock and roll, everybody. It is Josh Adam Myers. Hi. From the Himbos podcast. I love the uh, I love that, that theme song. It's almost like an REM, like rock version of It's the End of the World. Why are we- the, band that plays that, the band that plays that song, we're going to hang out. They're coming out. This weekend in Nashville, the Dead Deads, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it ironic? That is, ironic. don't you think? That's right. I wouldn't it's have thought of that. Atlantis rocks. Um, we have two two awesome guests in the house. Um, our first is the son of legendary creative director writer of the iconic porn Deep Throat. He's here to promote the fiftieth anniversary of the movie Deep Throat, which I still go back to. I do go back to. I remember I that was my one of the first pornos I ever saw was Deep Throat. He's here uh, to get people to vote for the hashtag Vote Throat. It's a movement I would call it uh, to get Deep Throat in the Library of Congress to accept in their film registry. So I can't believe it's not actually. It's so like that and the no Deep Throat behind the green door. Behind the green door. Debbie does Dallas. Debbie does Dallas. Made but those two Deep Throat and Behind the Green Door were the two that were like they were in movie theaters with like. A regular movie playing next to it, right? Like a regular. Fa- I thought that was a kind of the thing. Like they made like actual theatrical releases. Well, I think we're going to get to that in a second because yeah, he's um, locked and loaded. He dude. is Gerard. Da- am I saying it right, Damiano? Damiano. Damiano Junior. Everybody, Gerard Damiano Junior. Uh, thank you so much for joining us and our uh, other guest uh, here. I know, old friend of mine from back in the bonfire. We kicked it up at Sirius XM once. way back. Yeah. I drew her with the heart of the ocean. Like we were like Leo <laughs> DiCaprio and Kate Winslet on that boat. He had his beret on. 
She's here promoting her upcoming reality show produced by Ray J called Sexually Famous, which I've got 4,000 questions about. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, promoting a party that she's having with Riley Rabbit, who was on this show before, and love I believe Riley. madly in love with Paco, yeah, yeah. Uh, on the 17th, and um, the upcoming Sexually Famous. The premise is, I'd like to read this, uh, you, Ebony, and Ray J choose a handful of porn star hopefuls to live in a house and put them through their paces to see if they has what it takes to be sexually famous. It's coming out in the spring. Everyone, the lovely, talented, gorgeous <laughs> Ebony Mystique, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, friend. I'm uh, so happy to be here. And I thank you for all this male energy, deep throat, <laughs> moggles. And yeah. If that doesn't come out, you're not doing, you're you. not throating. I'm just You wouldn't like, be a throat I goat. I calm down. Do you know here, if, you, if you stacked me, Josh's, and Gerard's dicks together, it wouldn't be a Ray J cock. Okay. <laughs> Wait, what <laughs> is Ray J? I don't remember. Wish. Was Ray J really? had a longy, a thinny but longy. From what I remember, I just love that that he's like he he said fuck music. He's building the fucking porno brand. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Is. It's fine. Lean into it. He uh, Ray J also said he's in one of my favorite comedy clips because he's not where that guy bombs on Who's Got Jokes. One of my favorites. But these uh, sexually famous. There was another show that I can't find anywhere in the porn world. You know, I like my porn. You like real your porn? I, I like my no, so I like I like it porn. well I like uh very very amateur like almost with a <laughs> like a shaky camera yeah well it's an interesting like laundry on the floor in the corner that's what I was talking about earlier he wants laundry I, on the floor I do love that yes but I will say why that is <laughs> well working and doing this show for a long time we've been doing the show for a fucking long long, long time, time man um and I get to uh meet the girls a lot when they come in it's an interesting thing. I'll either end up watching that pro porn because I met them and they seem like happy in their world. Do you know what I mean? But sometimes it's a little sadder sounding and I don't watch it for that. Right. I just heard like working in that world. I've just even with like strippers and escorts. I used to work in that world, like driving just like a driver. Yeah, it's the it's the you see, pull you see the curtain back. Yeah, you, you see, it's like seeing how the sausage is made a little bit. So it's a little <laughs> more like, uh, I don't know. So I watch a lot of the amateur <laughs> stuff. However, one of my favorite things ever, and I'm curious if that's what this sort of is. Was there was a show I forget who did it Brazzers House one of those where it was and I think it was pretty real it was porn hopefuls living in a house and they would do scenes together but amidst the drama of a reality show house so the only thing I remember from it was there was a girl Blair who was laying she was like star fishing while the guy was and the guy's going he whispered to her he's like what are you doing like we have to do this we're trying to win this thing like <laughs> right, right, what are you doing and she was like. You said that I suck. You told so and so that I suck cock like a whatever shitty, and he, she just tanked the scene. And it was like it seemed like a real drama that could happen on a porn set. <laughs> Why are you tanking my scene? Yeah, so I've heard Browser's House had a lot of non-scripted stuff on there, so I can maybe say that it was a lot real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Is Did this, they go through like an on American on? Idol audition process to get into the house? <laughs> is this going to be a similar thing? Sing on a dick. Is this show a similar idea like that? It's, it's... Well, it's definitely highlighting okay. um, sex workers um, in a in a in a residential setting together. There are some challenges that they'll go through. There's an, a celebrity astrologer who will read each girl in each episode from the series, so you get to kind of see these girls kind of in their natural light. Which I can see. I'm sensing a gangbang, Bukaki I mean, in your that near future. Is normal, but you guys, big dipper, <laughs> do your stretches. You know, so it's just basically highlighting us and showing us that we're real people. And well, Gerard, you, you were on the set as a child. Am I correct about that? Of um, Deep Throat? Yes, I was. Um, but my lawyer always makes me say that uh, we were never age. exposed to any. Graphics. Oh, sure. At this point, no. It's like no. take your kids to work. I said I watched that. <laughs> I went to that place, uh, the Red Dog, where I, there's a documentary about it. It's an Oklahoma City strip club, and there's a documentary about it made by the son of one of the dancers when he was a kid. You know, she, and she was like the one. Wow. And, and he was like, yeah, he didn't think anything of it. Like they would just go play video games or whatever in the dressing room and out there was like a strip club happening but you had to take you know there's no one to watch your kids so they go to work so yeah they weren't necessarily exposed to the thing and they're almost like they're almost like protected in that corner but it is funny that a door opening away from just the awesomest thing that's ever happened yeah did you get to uh did you get to engage with linda lovelace at all Uh, a little bit i mean we were more friendly with some of the other actors and all of the crew members were you know very familiar often at our houses uh you know at our home um but Linda and Chuck 
they didn't play with kids so much. You know, we yeah. met them on the set. <laughs> They're trying to stay in character. You know, my father introduced <laughs> us. Sure. You know Chuck, that? her husband? No kids. Uh, yeah, her husband and at the time manager. Oh, okay. Was he wow. a lot to deal with? Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, you know, Linda had a really rough go of it. There's, there's no doubt about that. Now, you know, as kids, we were sheltered from most of that. Mm -hmm. um, but there, you know, was... Just talking to the microphone a little bit. Uh, there was a time where... Um, she was actually beaten up by him, uh, you know, not on the set, but behind closed like and locked doors. Type shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, she did really have a rough time, but it was really more of a case of domestic abuse. And, you know, when she got to Deep Throat, she was the star of the show. So, you know, it was like a safe space, at least when, you know, everyone was around. And, and they, they probably the hated sets. that. And yeah, yes. that's like the Thundersteel. Yeah, that Especially was the Star 80. Star 80. Yeah, no, very, very much so. He was kind of pushed aside because, you know, he's been uh, called the Svengali. You know, he was the manager. He did all the talking and, and so forth. But when they got to Miami and uh, production began, um, she was the star and she was in the center and he was just kind of pushed aside and he got really jealous about that. And that's where the altercation happened. Aww. How did you guys find Linda? Was it just, was it, was it him being like, you gotta see my wife deep right. throat a fucking... I was fucking... gonna say, it is funny, it is funny, <laughs> to, 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 it is funny to, to domestic abuser for becoming a star and not domestic abuser for being known for sucking tits. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, 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 that's fine. But don't you try to, you think you're better than me? Right. <laughs> That's so have you dealt with like jealousy from boy? Are you? Is it yeah. hard to have a boyfriend or a husband? I don't know if you're oh, married yeah, or anything. For sure. Very difficult. Yeah. Do I bet a lot of people think they can handle it? Yes, that's like one of the most the number one DM is like, can I? How do I become a porn star? Can you make me a porn star? A lot of guys like, want no. to do that. Yeah. No, no, I don't. I don't mean that. I'm saying in a relationship, if a guy wants to like date you, yeah. but those guys usually want to be porn stars too at some point. My, no one ever just tries to exclusively like. Can I just take you to dinner and just hear about? I mean, they do Ebony that, but Mis little Ebony Mystique that's growing in up. the beginning, <laughs> right? Little Ebony, yeah, that's in the beginning. But for some reason, that's I don't roll cover day, right? Mystique Ebony. Here. I don't know what happens. They become super fans and whatever. Yeah, yeah, they get jealous. Do you have a, I mean, you had a lot of boyfriends in the last few years since you got into the business? Not a lot, but the few that I have chosen, they um, wasn't given what needs to be gave. So. They're not my boyfriend. no more. Yeah, they in the past. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's fuck those be, dudes. Yeah. Gotta, I think, I, th I really do think as I get older, when I was younger, I don't think I could have wrapped my brain around the idea of my chick like doing, doing porn. porn or just fucking, just knowing, <clears throat> not even her fucking other people. That's, I think I can get my a grip on her fucking other people and I know about it. Versus fucking other people and the world seeing it too. You know that's a big. I thing actually too. think I think that's easier than you. You know what I mean? It's like because now she's getting paid for it. It's a job. You can just write it off. I think it's just a job. Because well, a lot saying, of them, it is. I'm saying I could wrap my brain around the idea of thinking it's hot to see my girl get to see the action of that. Like so, with, like a cook like being yeah, but like being her like she's yeah. your porn star. I get the concept of that, and so it's more like. I don't like if, if, if Christine was doing like stuff like that behind closed doors, I'd be more upset if like Lewis saw a picture of her tits. Does that make sense? Like my yeah. friends, like my friends, it's more. But the dads. micro cheating part is, I think, what I hear that you have a problem with. You said behind closed doors. So if you know about it and you already are aware of what a person is doing, I feel like if you tend to catch feelings for them or have a sexual relationship with them, you should be insecure that the fact that they're going to work. Like Linda did, she wanted to deep throw and she wanted to be the star of the show. She had a gift, yeah. but at home she don't really. She wants to like be normal. That's very important. And I don't think people understand the difference. Oh yeah, yeah no, I'm sure. I, I feel like we. I feel like as of as the watcher of porn, like I always just assume that like the porn stars are are the way they are at like the AVNs, where it's like let's go to a fuck fest, and they're just like. <laughs> Going in a room and greasing up, but like <laughs> I, I, I went out. We're living in L.A. I went out with a few porn chicks, and mm -hmm. and some of them were pretty vanilla, you know. Gerard, let me ask you: It's the 50th anniversary of Deep Throat, also coinciding with the 50th anniversary of hip hop. Do you think, <laughs> it, wow. as, as they say, invention is the or what is it? Necessity is the mother of invention. <laughs> yeah. Do you think once uh, black people in music became more famous, we needed deeper throats out there? Because <laughs> they say black girls don't know how to like deep throat and like get nasty. Really? Talk about world star hip hop well, will prove that wrong. I'll tell you though things that have, I'll tell you things that have changed about that. That was when I in the '90s growing up. 
when I was younger and like the rumors would go around. One, my favorite one was if a girl's thighs didn't touch, it was because she was fucked to having a gap, which makes no sense. <laughs> it's, it's urban uh, legends oh, of yeah. Philadelphia. You didn't have any of those ever? Just of like course. A fucking, uh, a yeah. Thing. It's. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I forgot what the other thing was. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. No, not this one. Um, that pussy. Yeah. Oh, that. No, I'm saying it was that. Uh, that was the thing. Black girls didn't suck dick. Black dudes didn't eat pussy. I know. Like, I've uh, heard. I've heard black so dudes don't do? eat pussy, but uh, black girls never doubted yeah, their their hack. throat goatness. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm just saying. But that was always like the that was the, the thing. thing. No, yeah. it is. It is even in Europe. I was like wondering why in Prague, like where's all the black performers? They told me y'all don't come out here. <laughs> well, I was also surprised to find that when we first started interviewing porn stars, or I heard interviews of porn stars years ago when the internet kind of started going, and like that was an interesting. Did you see the change in that, Gerard, yourself? Like at one point it was you got paid less if you did interracial stuff. Yeah. And like you'd have to like, hold, it was always the idea was hold off on guy girl. Because if you do like lesbian stuff, it gets people goosed up for your sure. big release of guy girl. Sure. And then they would say if you fucked black dudes, it would it would knock your go back knock your money insane. down. Yeah. Which now that's like they feature some white women to take their first. They call it BBC, like their first BBC. The whole BBC. Yeah. I remember feature. my first BBC. <laughs> <laughs> God, I could no, not walk right. Talk about that. <laughs> no, Josh, it's not what you're thinking. It's big black hawk. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was Bethesda Chevy yeah. Chase. The British channel. <laughs> the British, yeah, yeah. The British Broadcasting mm-hmm. Channel. Um, no, it is funny how that's changed, which is now, because I want to, again, I, think, I guess it's all depending on how you approach porn. Like, some people go to put themselves into it. Some people want to, like, observe it. Like, a, a crazier thing. I observe more because I want to see the biggest dick going into the tiniest bus. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see, like, the... Oh, yeah. You got a tiny The quote-unquote freak show of it. I huh? get... I get there. There are some male porn stars that I like. I'm like, oh yeah, I like this guy's work. Like I like his dick because his dick, like you said, it has enough girth and length, or even color. There's He's this a star. dude. What is I? I know I can't remember his name, but there's it's Bruce something. I always want to say Bruce Hornsby, but I know it's not the that. <laughs> but there, it's Bruce Ventura. He's just got a great dick, and it's like he's got a great dick. Shout out to Bruce with your great dick. Yeah, I was so in awe of watching black dicks go to work. That again, the '90s more, and now I guess because I went to the AVNs, I know some of the current name. Dread is the big guy right now. Dread's great, but when I was younger, I could list. I mean, Mandingo, but that Lexington Steel, yeah, Mm -hmm. Lexington Steel, Mr. Marcus, Mm -hmm. um, what Jake Steed, um, Mo Bigsley. Uh, well, there was uh, they, Pi- Wesley Pipes, mm-hmm. like those guys, and I just they were, in, and they were. It was like five or six black guys that were in every single. Porn. Oh yeah, as soon as you go to porn well, star, they're everywhere. Well, yeah. I still feel like now the the majority of the porn star. Well, that was in the seventies too. It was like, dude, the the Harry Reams and uh, Harry Ron Reams Jeremy, in Deep Throat, Ron Jeremy was in everything. Uh, uh, Tom, not Tom Sawyer. Tom Byron. Tom Byron. Tom Byron. Dude, poor Tom Byron. Uh, just after him and Tracy Lords broke up, and after uh, years later, you find out he goes, Wait, you were also 15 when we were dating? <laughs> I mean, she really oh, wow. came in and made a wave, huh? Dude, she fucked up the oh whole industry. God. Oh, my Damn. God. Poor, poor Tom Byer, and he was just like, "I'm dating the hottest girl on porn." And then, and then years later, she goes, "By the way, I was also 15." Ow! <laughs> you can't lie at home, too, you lunatic. Right? Why did anybody check her ID? Like, what, what, it's like you need, you can't work unless you have like a social security card. Like, well, you know, it's also when I talk to the something like the Legends girls, like the Christy Canyons and Ginger Lynn, we've had on the show before, and it, it does say the world was different there. It was a little more like. Like it, there was almost like a, a better like Hollywood element to it right there. It, it, in its own clique, it wanted to be like I think it's what the yeah. ABNs tries to almost do now. I think it's like to give some like nobility to the actual thing. It's boogie right. nights. It's like you know yeah. the the the. It time. was on film. It's expensive to shoot. Yeah, right? like yes. a porn at the time. Well, things really changed um, after Deep Throats. Uh, when my father first started making films, there was no such thing as an adult film industry. So right. to hear you all talking about the past decades wow. and all the different stars sure. and, and so forth, that did not even exist. Well, not to not to cut you off, but like I mean, I remember watching the documentary about Deep Throat and you know, like it was 
it was it was like Avatar. Like it was the <laughs> biggest thing. Like it made they they can't put a number on how much money it actually wow. made. It was like you're talking like like billions. I, I mean, I, maybe I'm wrong, but. Well, it's hard to keep track of how much money was actually made, but um, there's no doubt that it was unprecedented. You know, no Look film had crossed over before. And um, back in those days, I know this is uh, is well before your time, but... Oh, Josh but, is 65 years old. 74, dude. <laughs> okay, so, all right, well, you remember, you know, back in uh, back in the day, 42nd Street, the Deuce, that is where the porn theaters were. Josh, you just were, got back and, from World War II. Oh, I remember. <laughs> yeah, I was hooked on smack. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, those were theaters frequented uh, by what was called the raincoat crowd. Not a lot of women <laughs> would go to those theaters unless they would work in the theaters, if you understand yeah. what yeah. I mean. Yeah, but, we, had, we had Apex in Baltimore. I always remember that one. Yeah. It was dirty. Um, dirty dude but after deep throat and then uh behind the green door which came out just a few months later suddenly there was a crossover into the mainstream and that's when um people and when i say people i really mean women and couples started to brave 42nd street and go to the theaters and actually see the films and you know i know for younger people today it's hard to imagine because most porn is consumed on a smartphone oh, under yeah. the covers or whatever mm-hmm. or in a party you know situation or but that you I do would on have josh's laptop <laughs> yes <laughs> but, i do it on but, yours i'm not gonna get coming my buttons <laughs> i've been using your I'll apple you. watch for weeks <laughs> but but back then, you would have to go um, and have more of a theatrical experience. You'd mm-hmm. have to go in public, sit in a theater. Yeah. You know, maybe you would see, you know, your postman or there's a celebrity or, wow. or like that and experience the movie together. So if a joke was funny, everybody laughed and, and like that, which is very different than uh, what happened after video and then the Internet. It became well, a ve- very different thing and played a different role in people's lives. It thins out for sure. But the thing, but also, Deep Throat was interesting. Behind the Green Door was probably got to think because the big deal was uh, the Ivory Snow girl. Uh, Marilyn Chambers. Marilyn Chambers was in there, and she was very, like, soft and kind of pretty. What was cool about Deep Throat, sort of, and it's not a uh, – Linda Lovelace was hot in her way, but not a classic beauty in any kind of way. She looked, so like, the, she looked like she could work a counter at a deli. But that's what was kind of cool <laughs> yeah. about it. She looked like a girl where you're like, I think this is my mom's friend Donna. <laughs> <laughs> she got, like, tinted Miss glasses. Linda. <laughs> they called her Miss Linda. Miss Linda. Yeah, I think that was what was kind of uh, like cool about it. It seemed like, you know, I mean? I, it's like I said, in a horror movie, <laughs> there's been horror movies that I've, I found more scary at times because the nudity in it is very average looking. You're used to horror having like the, the fake tits and like, you know, it's, yeah, a, in the 80s. it's generally a, a girl in the adult industry who's doing a horror right. movie. And like it, some of them, they just go, it's like a girl where I'm like, this girl didn't want to take her clothes off. Of the thing. You know what I mean? It's like they paid her and she believes in this project because she's not psyched about this. This is an unflattering, an unflattering look. But something about that. But something about that's almost like more of a turn on. No, for it's real, like it's the, more uh, realistic. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, should I? Should I do? It? Like, I like that's kind of. And that uh, takes you back to why you like have... that amateur, amateur porn. And I would say even the seventies yeah. and the porn and the eighties when she started getting to like Ginger Lynn. You know, it started becoming much more of like it matched what was kind of going on in Hollywood, I think, at the time with like the hair metal and shit like that. So it was very overdone and like the fast cars, like almost like the 80s of Boogie Nights. But in the 70s, I mean, it was like regular people. They all wanted to be actors. Well, well, that that's yeah. the thing that back in the 70s, since there had not been an adult film industry, it was all brand new. So by the 80s and into the 90s and into today, there's, you know, a formula. It's a career move. You could be a porn star. Back in the 70s, that wasn't a thing. Oh, I'm going to be a porn star. There were actors and actresses that... Um, well, you have Richard Kerman. Robert Richard Kerman, the uh, guy who was... Barbola. In the, the one who fucks Debbie and Debbie Does Dallas. Oh, yeah. Was like the star of Cannibal Holocaust, like the most banned wow. horror movie ever. But it, when he he did Dave's old porn, David Tell's show, mm-hmm. I was a consultant on that, just to smoke cigarettes with him outside. <laughs> yeah, but uh, he was on the show, and like, yeah, he was just like, it was just like an acting gig. It was like I wasn't getting work in this kind of movie, so they were like, "Will you?" He's like, "Sure, I'll do it." And then he just do another acting. Gig. He didn't really think much of it. He said, well, it was he's, just acting." He's quite a character. My father actually used him a lot a little bit later during what's now referred to as the golden age of porn, because now you had. You know, talented actors that with formal training that were kind of expanding the range of what they could do with their acting by having sex on camera, staying in character, performing sex, but you know, doing their lines and so forth. 
What happened later was a bit different. Then it became, again, more of a career move. You would have strippers that wanted to be featured dancers, so they do a porn movie. And it wasn't about the script. It wasn't mm. about making a movie. It was about, you know, I get extra for anal, mm. you know, like that. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is your dad, and this is, uh, I, I don't know the answer, so I don't mean it to sound uh, condescending in any way about it, but did your father have more, almost like the character in Boogie Nights, did would your dad have like a bit of a wink to the idea of like, He's we're making a smut film, you know, uh, like we're yeah. see this girl fuck, mm -hmm. or... Was, was, it, was it all like, he, yeah, because no, like, I'm making like a piece of art because I think it's a, it, I think it's more interesting to have like the wink and the nod, but I think some directors probably also did take it like, yeah, this is the mm -hmm. art I make. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, Deep Throat is very well known, but what I've found in during this, you know, this 50th anniversary year where, you know, my sister and I have been taking the film around and showing it is that everybody has heard of Deep Throat, but nowadays few people have actually seen the film. They've heard the stories, they've heard the controversy, but they haven't song. seen the film. They've heard that song. They've oh, heard yeah. the song. We were rocking on. We were rocking out loud yeah. to that before you came in. Dude. <laughs> My dad would be proud to hear that because uh, he wrote it. that song. God, the uh, music of the, the music in pornos is is like that sticks with me more than like. Any other songs like I've ever heard in my life? That's like my long and winding road is like what they play at the end when Debbie's getting fucked by, by Mister <laughs> what is it, Mister oh fuck, Mister Peterson or some shit like that. Robert Kerman. Robert Kerman. That's his real name. I, I, I was talking about his character. Do you? <laughs> did you have uh, or do you have? I shouldn't say. Uh, have any like legit like mainstream film acting? Give a shit at all? or Do you not care? No, I think it's important for my career. You want to do, uh, but like you just stuff. was saying, it's personal. Like, uh, what the times have changed, people don't look at it like maybe his dad did, like a profession or a visual art or mm -hmm. sex as an art. So, there's a lot of um, what I call lost in the sauce. But I try to keep my um, my acting skills, my personality. Like, I try to give a visual when I do pornography. So yeah. that's important for me. Not just sexual, but like... Do you have, do you have to get into character? Yeah. yeah. If I was going to say, do yeah. you also have... Do you go out and like... Do you audition or try to read for like just regular like, SV, like episodes that. of SVU and yeah, things like me that? Me and my uh, PR, my team, we talking about getting into more mainstream. People are reaching out to me. So I think... And that's a blessing because they're able to see my personality and actually my acting skills. Well, that's why Sexually Famous, which is coming out the show, it's produced by Ray J, where you and Ray J uh, judge the girls doing their thing. That's hosting right now is it's such a great skill to have just to be able to host because right. whatever the next porn game show is and then slowly you kind of get away and it's mm -hmm. yeah i think it's a good uh that's a good thing to keep up is like the hosting stuff for sure uh hey everyone this is ralph from the sdr show say it's for responsible adults living in states where adults did. yes Yes, that was my acting, everybody. That was me doing Ralph for the big thing. <laughs> but unfortunately, Ralph is not here today because he is, to the best of my understanding, running naked through a cornfield backwards somewhere in Europe. Europe, Shannon, is it? <laughs> yes. All I think so. Is that where Europe. Spain is? Yeah, it's the only place where you can <laughs> legally run backwards through cornfields. If you guys aren't catching my drift, Ralph takes it in the ass from corn and fields. <laughs> Everybody, you know about Delta 8. It's lab-tested, high-quality Delta 8 from YoDelta.com. Vapes, gummies. You're wondering, what is Delta 8? And I'm saying, fuck you. What, are you a scientist? Mind your business and just take it. Do you ask the guy who sells you Molly on the street, what's in this Molly? Are you going to believe him anyway? Just trust we haven't killed anybody yet. <laughs> to the best of my knowledge. YoDelta.com, the official Delta sponsor of the Gas Digital Network. And if you use the promo code GAS, you get 25% off. One more time, promo code GAS at YoDelta.com. All right. Where were we? How old were you when Deep Throat was out? Cause... Well, I was uh, seven years old. God, you're a baby. Wow. Damn. You don't even know what's happening. Harry Reams is, <laughs> Harry Reams is drying off his wiener and like, hey, kid. Jeet yet? <laughs> we played Transformers over there. <laughs> well, ah. Grab me a rag. Well, actually, uh, just to you know, give you a visual of, of what, what was going on for us as kids down in Miami during the filming of Deep Throat, you know, as I mentioned before, we were never subjected to hardcore sex as kids. Absolutely not. 
But our father was very passionate about filmmaking and shared that with us. So we were excited to be, you know, involved in, in a film. So there were a lot of, you know, exteriors, location shooting and so forth. Where there was not sex, we would be right there. So in Deep Throat, there's a famous pool scene, you know, where, where Linda and her roommate are, you know, having a conversation, setting up the plot of the film by the pool. But now if you were to pan the camera just over to the right, there my sister and I are sitting in the grass trying to be really quiet because our father had told us that the microphones were so sensitive that they could, <laughs> you know, hear a blade of grass wow. growing. And then, you know, when he yelled cut, we just jumped back in the pool. Nice. And, uh, you know, Harry Reams, so it was our Uncle Herbie. He was a big Giants <laughs> fan. So uh, in between takes, we'd be throwing the football, you know, alongside the pool and like that. So, so you funny know, it's to a, have, I guess. It, <laughs> but it's, it's a good it's, narrative to have and to for people to like, uh, for that visual to be known um, because – you know, they'll performers, entertainers. Well, that's what I'm saying. It is, it is a performance. So at the end of the day, like, even when you're doing a scene now, is like, because I know you were up for, like, most outrageous scene. Mm-hmm. And it is, like, and you have to sell, like, the you're fucking this guy. Do you know what most I mean? But when, but when it breaks, when, like, they yell cut and everything, like, there's got to be immediate, genuine laughter. It's like everything kind of goes oh, back sure. to be like, oh, this is ridiculous. We're human of. beings. Yeah. So that was important that if you do have a family, a family unit, and you do decide to take this journey and you know the journey is usually to be like a starlet somebody that people pay attention to i would imagine you have to protect them in all costs and when you know they think maybe that porn people or people in the dental industry fuck a hundred times a day we fuck in front of our children it's just a massive <laughs> no, I freak bet show more, i bet more that like so it's important that he gave fucking that narrative. for pleasure is much less probably because you're sore. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just trying to get some regular dick after taking Mo Bigsley. Have you, has there been a dick yet where you've been like, too big, can't do it? Oh, of course. Yeah. That's my thing. I'm uh, not self proclaimed. The industry gave me this proclamation that I'm a size queen. So, yeah. The bigger I, the better. Yeah, they keep giving me these huge ass dicks. You know what I'm saying? Has there been one where you were just like, that's, it's, it's he was too big. It's uncomfortable. Inches. 15. 15. Yeah. His head probably, he probably no, gets like, buddy. loses consciousness a little bit. 13 uh. and a half soft. So we measured it and people can't believe it. And I believe that's why this thing, this whole analogy of him being 15 inches is so crazy to believe. But yes, it takes prayer and tequila. I was going to say because you would never, ever, I'd have to assume. Size queen or not, you would never want your daily oh, at no. home dick to be no. thirteen and a half or fifteen. No, we would inches. have to I mean, do appointments. Yeah, you have to. You have to get into porn if your dick is that big. Like God. it's like because that's the only way. But Gerard, you know what's funny? Gerard, what's it like having a nine inch dick? <laughs> you know what's funny? It's like we always talk about like the guys in the porn industry that have the biggest dicks, dude. The biggest dicks are like these farmers in Ecuador. Like the guy, <laughs> there's right. some like fucking walking around with in all that Central dick. America, <laughs> in snow in Central America, they have. I don't know what it is. Everybody talks about black dudes having the biggest dicks. No. I'm telling you, dude, it's some some Ecuadorian. Did you do some field research on this? There's the guy He's with the biggest like... dick. The guy with the biggest dick They'd in be the world. With these huge if you can look, ass if, penises. Look at, look at uh, dude, seriously. Like, Shan, is it already in purple? Because <laughs> you looked for this already. No, it is. Come on, what do you say? Men in Men Ecuador. Ecuador. Yeah, dude, longest one. Let me get on Expedia. Oh, you know what why? Because it's phone. the hottest. It's the dicks are going away from their body. <laughs> yeah. It's the hottest place. It's closest Time to the equator. I think there was one guy that had the biggest dick, and it's all wrapped in like like ACL bandage. Like it's Fuck. just he can't it's like walk really around. it's so big. But I supposedly that guy Joseph Falcone. Who is the jo- uh, no, no. Jonah, jo- Jonah Falcon? Jo- I thought it's Falcone. I like to spice him up a Falcone. little bit. He's just a nerd with a thirteen-inch dick. Yeah, but he he doesn't want to accept that this other dude in Ecuador has the bigger dick than him because he's like he 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 waits it at night like. Oh, <laughs> what a dildo! This guy could have uh, the most perfect looking dick. He's still that dude on the outside of it. I'm hollering. <laughs> well, I've got big cheeks. He looks like and he looks like hair. He looks like My dick is waiting long. He looks like Gene from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> That's him. He looks like my sociology professor in junior. Yeah, he's college. got the. He's got the. <laughs> he says the world's biggest dick. He's really? such a. He, that guy's. Did you ever see the music video that he did? Yeah. On, yeah it's I don't like, judge. It's actually a good song. <laughs> actually, I, I, you need a it's on iTunes. If you're doing a scene and like, because what was the thing back then? Did did 
the, the girls get to like pick their talent, like the male talent back then. Or it was like you're fucking this guy. Like, do you, it's actors, dude. This you, back then there was no way. It's like there's I'm the saying, scene, right? You're told to do the scene. Like, have you just been like, I'm not attracted to this guy. I don't want to do it. Mom would be thinking about that. You just do it and get it over with. Yeah. Fuck it. Suck it up. Put a different sure. face in your mind. Absolutely. <laughs> have you had to wait for girls. fuck someone that it was you considered ugly? I've seen the, I had a, a lot of ugly face, but uh, they pissy, you know, I just don't look at them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Girls, guys. Who's like one guy that we like? They, that, they daddy, son. That little, like, that he's like that little, I think he's Ecuadorian, fucking <laughs> Ronaldo. What's the guy that's got the huge dick that's got oh, a lump Ram- on Ramon. it? Ramon. Ramon. That guy, oh. that was like my super. <laughs> like he's, yeah, Ramon, all of his teeth were outside of his it? face, <laughs> and it always had a bump on it. Yeah, his dick had a fucking lump. Willie so Lump Lump. There's guys, <laughs> there's guys who get implants <laughs> in their penises now of like, where it's like a bunch of like, looks like little beads under there. It's insane looking. <laughs> really? Yeah, the pussy doesn't really need that much accoutrement. Dipping dots yeah. in the dick? <laughs> dick goes, uh, I'm not dipping dots. I never met a guy with a dick piercing that was <laughs> like, best decision dick. I've ever made. Uh, there's this mm-hmm. one, there's one, uh, there's some uh, OnlyFans chick that I uh, I found her. Yeah, bootleg porn, too, yeah. and she has her vagina pierced yeah, like literally like thirteen. <laughs> it's like on each side at least like seven, eight times, seven, eight times. It's just like you know, a shower curtain. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> Isn't that For crazy? What, at this the, point, I just thought about that as we were sitting down. Damn, with you, just how porn has changed in society. Where is when Deep Throat was out? It was like there's maybe like. Eight porno movies in existence, besides like weird smut ones. That, well, the like, stag, oh, stag the, film, the stag shit. But and how and it was like just to make a porno and get it out is it was impossible. You know, probably I'm assuming to get the financing, all that shit. And now, well, distribution I assume would be the issue. Right? Exactly, yeah, you can make it, but it's just to get the distribution. But what I'm saying is now, any girl that wants to can just uh, she has a fucking video camera on her phone, can shoot it. Put it on OnlyFans yeah. and make millions. Did well, you feel your dad? Was, was your dad going through a lot of like tension on the release of this, like getting it out there? Well, I mean, it's it's hard to say because back then the expectations weren't very high. In other words, they thought you know they show the film a few theaters on Forty Second Street, you know, double, triple the money, and they'd be done. Yeah. No one. You know, involved in the production had any idea what a huge international success it would be, and that fifty mm-hmm. years later we're still talking about the movie. Why? Yeah. Why did it? How? Not why, but how? Yeah. How song, did it? It's the song. It's, I, yes, <laughs> amongst the song. many things, we need to play the but song. But how did it go from this little porno that could and suddenly become this globe because it's global Global. we're still talking about it we're still talking about like you know there's a documentary by brian glazer inside uh, deep throat inside deep throat i mean this is that's like one of the he's an academy award winning producer like that's about a watergate (laughs) 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 that's about the watergate scandal but what was it well you know, I have to say there was a number of factors that contributed. Uh, my father would say that it was a, like a perfect storm. It was just the right place at the right time. Now, when Deep Throat came out in 1972, um, the laws about obscenity were changing because prior to that, you know, there were very strict laws. You couldn't show penetration. You couldn't show actual sex. Sex was all simulated. You know, Lenny Bruce had been arrested um, at this point. Yeah. Absolutely. You couldn't say a dirty word, you, yeah. you know, end up in jail for that. Um Yet, in the world, you know, we're talking about 1968, the summer of love. There were love-ins. People were expanding their consciousness. Um, and so there was a real disconnect between uh, what was happening in people's lives and then the media that they were consuming. I mean, mm-hmm. if you turned on the TV, you know, Rob and Laura Petrie are sleeping in separate beds or Ru- uh, Lucy and Ricky, yeah. Yeah. you know, you, you mm-hmm. couldn't show a couple together in the same bed. And so the laws were just starting to change. And there was a couple of films that had come out that allowed um, for a little bit of hardcore sex, a few seconds of a blowjob in a film. And um, as long as a film could, dis- um, could show what they called in the courts uh, socially redeeming value, it would be allowed. Because we have freedom of speech. And back in 1972, you know, the First Amendment allowed, you know, freedom of expression, but that does not cover obscenity. So then it became the job of the courts to decide what is obscene. So there was a bit of a gray area because, you know. <laughs> what, what if I think you showed a jury, he goes, is this obscene? He goes, 
Nah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. You talk about this guy kissing this guy. Yeah, that's obscene. <laughs> yeah, my father would say, "What you know? What I like, that's art. What you like, that's pornography. You know, that's mm. dirty." Yeah. Um, so Deep Throat came out at the time where the laws were changing. Um, they were constantly being challenged by different films. This was coming out of an era of uh, exploitation and sexploitation films through the '60s that were, you know, had very, very strong sexual content, but you couldn't really see um, penetration. You know, the themes there was nudity, but you know there were again certain things you couldn't show. And so, you know, I'd like to see Steven Spielberg tackle the problems of having a clit in the back of your throat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Steven Spielberg, how are you going to handle that storyline? We're going to throw an alien into it or a bunch of kids with a wagon, you piece of shit. <laughs> and, and then I, I have to add, just to finish answering your question, is that part of the success and popularity of Deep Throat had to do with the fact that it was busted. You know, shortly after it opened in New York, you know, the police came, they arrested everybody in the theater, they shut it down. Can you imagine being one of those dudes in there? You got your wank out, you're like, ah! They're trying to pull your hand off your dick to cuff you. (laughs) You I'm right there. (laughs) And this happened during a a time where they were trying to clean up Times Square. Now that's happened again and again, and now finally Times Square is squeaky clean. But, you know. But uh, but back then, that was, um, you know, whenever the mayor was up for re-election, we're going to clean up Times Square. So they busted the film. It was in the papers. But the next day, it was back up on the screen because they didn't follow due process. So they had to kind of uh, take a step back. And then a few weeks later, they came back with 50 uniformed police officers and they arrested everybody in the theater and they seized the print and, and like that. And so, of course, that was the kind of publicity you couldn't buy, and everybody wants to see the movie you can't see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that really, you know, helped its um, its popularity wow. is because you know it made headlines, and then it w- was on trial. Um, you know, in 1972, over you know Christmas and into New Year's, there was this trial where there was you know stories in the in all the major papers every day. You know, expert testimonies and witnesses and all that. And of course, you know, anything with sex in it gets people's attention. So people were reading, you know, about the the sordid details of what came up in court and so forth. And then finally, the judge ruled against the film and it was banned in New York. So then it started opening in other other cities (laughs) and other theaters and everybody had to see it. So that kind of started, that kind of kicked the door open. And there was, um, you know, other filmmakers at the time you know, my father wasn't the only one making, you know, trying to make feature length films. What was the age that you like felt that you like felt proud of him for the whole thing? Well, I was 15 when I finally saw the film because this is something that I'd known about, you know, since it was made. We'd heard about it, you know, our our whole lives. Um, you Have know. you ever whacked <laughs> off to Deep Throat? Um, no, no. <laughs> I wanted to ask that so bad. Um, <laughs> I was like, I can't. No, I have not a chance. Damn it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um, we have to get to a couple things here before we wrap this up. We have these uh, things. Shannon, will you explain what these veggies are here for? Yes. So in honor of... I know that one's a fruit, by the way. I'm not that fat. <laughs> I know one's a fruit and two are veggies. In honor of the Deep Throat movie, we're going to have a contest that Gerard is going to judge. And Big J, Josh... We're all going to suck Gerard. Big J, Josh, and Ebony are all going to start with the mini cucumbers... Then yeah. move on to the banana, then the big cucumbers. And what is it? See... We see how much we can get in. Yes. It's see how much you can do. In peel the banana, correct? No. I'm peeling. Yeah. You don't, don't peel, peel the cat. I feel like it's going to, what if it, you're going to choke on it? You think I'm not going to choke on it if it's. Well, I, I could do the Heimlich. Okay. No, because it'll like break up. <laughs> oh, my break? Yeah, yeah, she's right. All right, we'll do it on the outside. It's fine. I don't want anyone to die. And then the cucumber will be last. Yes. And we how do we mark it off? Take a little bite? I, uh, Gerard, it's, it's all Gerard's like observation of it. He's oh, going he's to the side. He's the ghost. Okay. You can give a one to ten score each round for each person. Oh, <laughs> I love oh, scores. This is fun. Uh, Josh, 
Uh, wait, Ebony, uh, you pick your poison. Now, I washed I everything. Cards, everything. We're starting <laughs> with, with Smalley's. Yeah, size queen. Everything's washed. Don't is worry. Is it cuucumber? What is this? It's a mini. Do a, a dick rating on it. Oh, fuck, I'm going to throw up, dude. I'm going fatsy end first. I think that's the move. <laughs> Mine's Slim Jim. This little one's going to dagger me. All right, all right, My pocket cock. All right, wait, we do it one at a time? One at a time, yeah. Shannon, aren't you getting sick of watching me suck vegetables like this? <laughs> Go ahead, Jay. Fucking suck that first? dick, dude. Yeah, okay. Suck right. that dick. Can you maybe turn your head to the side a little? Alright, fuck it. I'm gonna puke, dude. It's yes, I'm gonna give, give that a, a Shana, seven. Hold the back of my head. <laughs> I'll give that a seven for the effort, but that gag at the end that oh, uh, cost you a few. Points. A lot of guys think that's hot. This is like <laughs> I'm scared of doing this right now. Why? Because I'm gonna throw up. Don't though. Yeah, you You'll be Believe fine. in yourself, dude. A little toothy. <laughs> well, that's why you're single. I can't, I Don't cheek it, you weirdo. Dude, I'm gonna vomit. Oh, hang on. Everybody's gonna put it so far; it's gonna come out of her butt. Well, that's in there, all right. Yeah, that's a ten. Oh my god, look at all this. You've done this before. <laughs> you know. <laughs> We're gonna go with Benecke. Oh, let me try again. Let me. I don't quit. <laughs> what am I doing? Yes. Wait, what was Josh's Just relax. Score? Relax, you. Uh, how did, what do you do? Relax the back of your throat. Oh, relax it, Josh. Accept it. Accept who you are. <laughs> Someone please go on 911. I'm going to have to give that a four. You got a four. Oh. Right, so you're in last place. I almost gagged on that one. Uh, Ebony, pick your banana. All right, my banana. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Josh, yes. <laughs> I know now I get why you wanted to peel it. Because it's like a non-peel banana is crazy. Yeah, we should peel it. Have you had Can we? Can Have we peel it? You you can. I'm just nervous. That if you get it into your throat and it breaks off, you're going to die. We're okay. fine, Shannon. I'm a perfect system. <laughs> oh, my, mine's spoiled. <laughs> I got some indentations on mine. Do, right. do you want someone else to start first? This? Yes, do you want Josh. Suck it. Suck <laughs> it, Josh. <laughs> I just wanted to do that to a dick. I know. Wow. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh. Uh, damn. You broke that man. <laughs> What's the score? Score draw? I'm going to give that a six. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. Not bad. I suck that good, dick. <laughs> All right. Ebony, yeah, you My go turn. next. Go ahead. Keep going. Come on. Peel that shit. God bless. It almost broke. Yeah. I saw it, girl. I'm going to give that a 9.5, <laughs> and that you. was just for the right, breaking the tip at the end. <laughs> Look at that shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Don't cheek it. I'm so curvy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jay. You got it. Suck that dick, dude. Suck right, so dick. curvy. <laughs> <laughs> Relax your wrong. throat. <laughs> Ooh, that's giving that gay. <laughs> <laughs> Gerard, your thoughts? I'm going to have to give that a, a, a six and a half for the effort. Damn. Wait, what did I get? Six. Oh, fuck, dude. Now we're, now we're up to, to Ronaldo. With these dicks. <laughs> Watch out. We're not, I mean, you have to take that one. Yeah. All right. At this point, might as well. Dude. <laughs> we we got to end on her, obviously. We can't. Yeah, don't yeah. go first. You're going to make us look. All right. You're going to make me and Josh look like we can't suck cock. Yeah, I, get, I got a reputation. Ebony, what if people start thinking me and Josh can't suck dick good? I think they can think you, I think they think you suck it. You can suck some dick. Thank you. Does that mean that me and Josh can co, can be on Ray J's sexually famous? Yeah, I think dude. you can be sexually. This is already sexually famous. If you right, here me. we go. All right, hold on. <laughs> Are you holding it. the ball? Getting the is that holding ball? I'm getting into character. You're doing the right thing. I definitely got the ball jiggle going. Josh does Meisner technique. I'm sucking your cock. You're oh. sucking my cock. I'm sucking your cock? You're sucking my cock. Right now. I am sucking your cock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Damn, what a slut you are. Yes. Josh, I'm going to be honest with you. If that's the face that's looking up at me, that's though, I don't face. feel good about that's it. That's his porno face right there. <laughs> I got it like right here. I'll do it again. Uh, Ebony, kick the back of it. <laughs> it is a cucumber chow. Hold on, It's dude. okay. If you have sore throat in the morning, it's not COVID. It's just the cucumber. I got it right here. That's a it's thicky, deep dude. Throat. You're a shallow mouth idiot. 
Jay? How dare you on the 50th anniversary of Keith Throws? You're coming with that shallow mouth? Dude, I can't get any further. That kiddie pool of a mouth? I was going to go to gag and I couldn't. You were all garnished, dude. We have to get Josh's score. Yeah, I'm going to give that a, a five. And hey, you got a couple geez. extra points just for creating the mood. Thank you. That means he was going to give me a point. two. <laughs> I'm going to do coke off of it. <laughs> That'll get you a two. All right, all right, Jay. Suck that. I got a thicky, too. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's tough. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> I'm afraid I'm gonna have to give that a two. Oh! I talked shit during it. <laughs> All right, here we go, dude. Oh, there. It is. Oh, god damn. She's gonna take the whole thing. We should call she, her. No, Ebony. she's not. She's she Ebony. Can't. I'm gonna call her Ebony. Obvious. God. <laughs> I bet you this is. No. It won't go no farther because it's a cucumber. That's right. Yeah, dicks bend. Oh God. Oh Lord. Damn. <laughs> Would you turn Jewish and marry me? <laughs> Shalom. <laughs> Mazel tov. How do you feel about Judaism? And we always celebrate the high holidays. <laughs> Nothing crazy. You could use electricity on Saturday and all that shit. Um I mean, Ebony won, hands down. I came in second place, and you got yourself a nice banana. No, actually, because of your last score, Jay, you and Josh are tied. (gasps) Oh, y'all got to do a dick sucking. (laughs) All right, Josh, do you start on this side, and we see who gets closest (laughs) to The cucumber is too big. Double on on the same one? And then we'll see who does better on it. On the same one? Yes. You want to come to this this cat against this wall? Hey, we'll go against the wall. Suck that dick. Suck that this dick. So Suck that funny. dick. Hey, everybody, make sure my 20-year-old daughter dick. doesn't have a subscription. We need the Deep Throat song on here. Yeah, please put a Deep Throat song. Can get some clearance. Yes, do, if you listen you to mind? the lyrics, you'll get some tips on this. It's the 50th anniversary. We got the cucumbers sucking like. Here we go. Don't let Lovelace get it. Like, she already that girl. All right, hold on. Yeah, we suck some dick today. I got who won? I think America won. America definitely won. Well, that was a real joint effort. If nothing worse than being a white guy doing some funny gay shit and look over and see a cool black guy judging you. And he was like, he's like, nah. <laughs> and he's right. We're wrong. Yeah. Um, we have to do the uh, the first here. Uh, Shannon, if you could hit the first, we'll do it with our guests. The first time. Wait, who won? America. Oh, man, nothing goes down Damn. after a deep throat like a nice black cherry white claw. <laughs> Fibers and alcohol by volume. Jared, who would you say won uh, between Jay and Josh? You know, that's a really hard call because I think it was a real collaboration that was uh, what I would call a joint effort. I think it's fair to say that me and Josh are the dick-sucking champions of guest digital. <laughs> I mean, yeah. uh, don't spell my name wrong on the trophy. <laughs> if you would, please. Um, the show is called The SDR Show, Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll. We ask you your first experience with each um, your first experience with rock and roll, of course, would be your first concert you ever went to, your first experience with drugs, uh, whatever your first drug was after weed, unless weed's the only drug you've ever done, and uh, and the last one is your first sexual, consensual sexual experience. And we'll go uh, back and forth. We'll start, um, Gerard, we'll start with you, your first concert you ever went to. Uh, that would be Blue Oyster Colts oh, at the nice. uh, Lee County Arena down in Fort Myers, Florida. That's a goodie. That's a goodie. It's a really goodie. What year was a great, it was a great show. Of course, I had little to compare it to at the time. This was uh, 1980. And how old were you? Um, I was probably about 15. Did you smoke pot and everything? Um, at that point, no. I mean, not, not, not as of yet, but being in, that, uh, in the audience, being in the crowd up front, you couldn't help but to smoke. Talk about <laughs> like a don't contact the reapers. <laughs> Don't forget the reapers, but you go. 
My dad made deep throat. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> I said my dad made deep throat. Yeah. You want to see the house that deep throat no. paid for? I know Harry Reeves. Yeah. <laughs> Called him yeah. Uncle Henry. No, my ears were ringing for two days after that show. And uh, Ebony Mystique, your first concert? My first concert was like the Cash Money and I think it was Bad Boys concert. Ooh. Together? Yeah, they used to tour together. It was like Cash Money and like everybody. Cash Money that was Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne. Yeah. Birdman. Like Lil Kim. Birdman, that's right. Yeah, everybody was like that. Everybody, yeah, mm-hmm. Lil Kim. Hot Damn. Boys. Hot Boys. What you say? What you say? Huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Keep throwing <laughs> your dick, huh? That's one. <laughs> <laughs> My dick is in music. My titty goes. I'm down, yeah. Hell yeah. They be getting a lot of dick sucks. So. Straight um, up. Did you ever suck uh, any of the, 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 the cash money family dick? We won't be telling anybody. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm point? sorry. I forgot. I'm bad, bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I don't know where I'm over. at. We no one can. You get it don't work like the movie. Out of the parties real quick oh, if you yeah. talk. You're right. right. My bad. I'm going to be dry. My phone going to be Dude, how about that girl? That was my favorite thing on that. I don't know if it was No Jumper. But about no, she was on Adam Twenty Two's podcast, or I think it was. But she was talking about uh, Odell Beckham Jr. She was like, "Yeah, he wanted me to uh, send him videos of me taking a shit, and he said he was going to private fly me out to a game or something." And the girls were like, "Oh God!" And she's like, "I know, right? Gross." And they're like, "Well, what did you do?" She was like, "I shit." She's <laughs> <laughs> like, "I went on that. I went on that. Took yeah, that flight." Yeah, get it. Um, the second is your first drug you ever did besides weed, unless weed's the only drug you've ever done. Um, well, no, weed is not the only drug that I've ever done, and so I would have to say um, it was mushrooms, um, but that's not really a story. Um, but I did take mushrooms and go into a sensory deprivation tank, Ooh. but um, at that you know, that age, I was 18 at the time, I hadn't read Terrence McKenna, and I didn't learn about the uh, five-gram threshold, so <laughs> I didn't really have enough to have a real psychedelic experience, but yeah, uh, a few months later, it was uh, LSD. And I blew my fucking mind. Yeah. You loved it? I did. I did. I mean, I experienced what I later read in the Bible was infinite circles of angels. And uh, that was wow. only the beginning. But, uh, nice. but yes. That You're back now, a, right? A life, yes. But <laughs> it was definitely a life-changing experience. Uh, Ebony? Ecstasy. Did that change your life also, just in a different no, way? No, it didn't change my life. It definitely put you me You just on put your, run your fingers through a girl, one of your friend's hair for a oh, half hour? Oh, yes. That <laughs> was amazing. Everything. That, that was, was when she trip. sucked the dick and silk the shot. For sure. <laughs> I sucked some dick. I just throwing out names <laughs> of you. Oh, just fucking make them up. Yeah, yeah that was That's my first drug. <laughs> he goes, that was when I got double teamed by C murder and, <laughs> and nine. No one remembers nine. Red rum. I definitely learned how to suck some dick on ecstasy for sure. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that's what we missed tonight, Josh. I bet you with ecstasy, Josh, me and you could have swallowed them all, all the way to the balls, <laughs> straight <laughs> up, dude. And yeah, then your first uh, sexual experience, uh, Gerard. Um, well, that would have had to been um, summer after senior year of high school, before going off to college. Um, I was holding out for the girl that I loved, but sadly, it was not meant to be. So I thought, before I get to college, I need to get laid. So uh, Local fat girl? Well, no, actually, <laughs> it was an old girlfriend who was, who was lovely. And it was, yeah. it was lovely, yes. Oh, but wow. I'm very quick, though, I will add. Nice. And Ebony, how do we find out right now that you were that girl? Mine was, <laughs> mine, right? mine was quick but sweet. Um, yeah, boyfriend? I, no, I fucked my boyfriend best friend. Really? Yeah. That was sweet. He was cuter. He had a lot more money back then. That was silk the shock. (laughs) How old were you? I was like 17. Okay. Yeah, I was 17. How old were they? He? He was like 19, 20. But before that, I used to get my pussy ate a lot. And then I would act like my beeper, like somebody needed me at home, and I would just leave because I was scared of the dick. So I would let them make me come. And then I will leave. Nice when move. did you when did you uh, cross <laughs> over into enjoying the dick? Oh, when I was seventeen, he gave me his dick, and I was I waiting was for my cherry to pop, but no cherries <laughs> came out. <laughs> no cherries came out. <laughs> you thought that was gonna be? I thought oh, no, he broke was the cherries. That was leaking. Like in Vegas when you win. Um, thank you guys so much for being here, uh, Gerard. Damiano Jr. Again, celebrating the fifth, promoting the fiftieth anniversary of Deep Throat. Again, go to hashtag Vote Throat. We're actually, let's do it. It's uh, Damia, Damiano Films, D-A-M-I-A-N-O Films.com slash Deep Throat 50 slash Vote Throat. If you want to help to get the uh, Library of Congress to accept it in their film registry, the film Deep Throat, one of the best songs 
ever of all time, uh, written by his father also. Gerard, thank you so much. Uh, Ebony, thank you. We're going around the room to do plugs for everybody. So, Gerard, is there anything else you want to plug at all? Um, Yes. Well, I I will say if you want to get the full story about the Vote Throat uh, campaign, go to votethroat.org as an orgasm. And uh, please come and follow us on social media at Deep Throat Film on Twitter and Facebook at Deep Throat Movie on Instagram. Well, I just forgot to. Isn't Deep Throat where Thor Birch's mom was in? Right. Actually, yes, that, that is true. Car- both her mother and father have roles in Deep Throats. That's so they funny. Fuck? The, ner- the hot, um, big titted nurse that fucks in Deep Throat is Thor Birch's mom. No way. The actress, yeah, yeah from uh, what was the famous one she was in? Uh, American, American Beauty. Beauty. American Beauty, yeah. Um, uh, Ebony, give all your plugs. Yeah, you're welcome to Google me at Ebony Mystique, but my OnlyFans is onlyfans.com slash Ebony underscore Mystique, and then you can follow me on Twitter, Ebony Mystique One. But. Do a friendly favor and just put an Ebony Mystique in your Google search. There's some things on there. Yeah. So beware. Yes. Ooh, I'm excited. Be what? I will uh, I, 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 a, nom- a nominee for most outrageous sex scene. <laughs> what was it? What was so outrageous about it? It's an old Asian man on a on a <laughs> fucking uh, park bench. It's with a black cock. Yeah, he's got a he's got a, a big, big wiener. Black dick. See how the Asian? Well, I don't know if he was Asian, but he reminded me of Asian. The guy that was up, it up there from was Ecuador like, <laughs> with the big ass dick. <laughs> He looks more like maybe Asian to me, but he's Asian Asian, and he had a big black dick. Yeah. His dick is his actual dick. It's the color black. was like dark too. It was very weird. Um, it's out- <laughs> very it was- straight, outrageous. Josh, dare I say it was outrageous? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh, go to give all your plugs, buddy. At Josh Adam Myers on all social media, I post <laughs> clips daily. Uh, JoshAdamMyers dot com. I'm out on the road, so I got a bunch of dates in March. I have a big tour with uh, Jelly Roll. Three Six Mafia is going on that tour. Nice. Uh, so I'll be doing arenas uh, from the end of July until mid October. Uh, listen to my two podcasts. I've got the 500 where I'm going through uh, Rolling Stone Magazine's list of the 500 greatest albums with famous people. And listen to Himbos with me and Justin Silver where we talk about fitness, fashion, uh, steroids. I don't even know what it's about. But sucking it's just cucumbers. Sucking, I mean, we will talk about the, ooh, what is that? Ah! Banana. <laughs> it nutted. <laughs> Finished. Uh, but just, yeah, just uh, joshadamires.com for all that bullshit. Shannon? You can follow me on Instagram, ShannonLee6982, and listen to my podcast, The Thing Is. Ding, we talk about bad dates, fighting, and ghosts. And uh, that's it. Uh, also, follow Ralph's other podcast, Good Sugar, his health and wellness podcast. I'm sure he has other things to promote. He's probably got buying something new or fucking whatever is legal age and wherever he's at. Estonia. <laughs> um, but Ralph will be back next week, right, Shannon? Yeah. Uh, yes. Is he running back? Um <laughs> BigJComedy.com for all my dates. If you're listening, are we live? Yes. Shannon, if you're listening live, uh, Josh is going to be with me this weekend and we leave Friday. Uh, Nate might be on our flight too. Um, oh, really? Yeah, but uh, we're going to be at Nashville Zanies. I think some tickets left. The tickets are moving, so it's, it's almost sold out. Get tickets. Uh, Friday, Saturday, and a rare Sunday we're going to be there coming home on Monday. So um, check that out. St. Louis the weekend after that. I'm gone all over the place leading up to the special coming out, Dog Belly coming out. Uh, in March, March 5th, I believe. is Not March 5th, April 5th. I'm sorry, after I do Rogan. So uh, look out for that. Bonfire, five days a week, Faction Talk Series XM 103. That's what Ebony was on before. And uh, Legion of Skanks, right here on the Guest Digital Network. Check it all out, yo. And uh, we will catch you. I think Song of the Week's Deep Throat. Yeah, for sure. Um, And we'll play that, and we will catch you guys later this week. Who's on Saturday, Shannon? The, that would be, <laughs> Just make it up. You know what I'm talking about? Somebody with a deep throat? No. Harry Reams. <laughs> with your deep throat. Um, let's go take a picture. We'll catch you guys next time on the SDR show. is quite clear for if we both can hit it now the bells you're surely